<laughs> Welcome to another Awaken Your Relationships, where we're talking about money and relationships. I am Julie Murphy, and I am the money chick. But I always say we either work things out and we act it out through our money, through our health, or through our relationships. So despite the fact that I'm the money chick, I have to bring these beautiful souls along the way that are experts in the relationships and your health world. And um, so here's Rita again. We are here chit-chatting. And it's so funny. Before we always get on, we always sit there and we're like just catching up a little bit. And then we're like, why are we talking about this right now? We need to talk to this to everybody else. And today is no different. Rita, thanks for coming back again. Oh, of course. As you said last time, I think you said we've been doing this for 18 months or something. I know. Crazy, right? Wow. Yeah, and I want to remind people to hit that notification bell there because like and subscribe so that you know every time that Rita and I come on that you are notified so that you can go along this journey because while a lot of people are suffering, our lives are thriving like amazingly and we want to share the juice with all of you and yeah. uh, you can too. Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they say they're happy, they say they're excited, they're doing all of these things, and they post all these pictures on Facebook, and they've got all of these, you know, sponsored ads about this amazing life that they're living. And there's always a part of me that's stepping back and saying, you know, oh, <laughs> yes. that's exactly it. You know, because you look at other, you shine a light on other areas of their life and how they handle it, what they think, and you're like, yeah, okay. And so I never really believed that stuff. But, you know, as we keep doing this work, as we're evolving as people, right? you know, I'm discovering that there is a legitimate route to happy, healthy people. And it's repeatable. And it's repeatable for most anybody. I mean, I've just been off the charts at the results my clients have been getting lately. Fast. Like within within a month and a half, two months, they're, they notice significant changes in how they relate to the people in their lives and, and how their partner relates to them. And, you know, and, and it's and it's based on all the things that they already do, which is things which are kind and things which smell good and things yeah. which make you happy. And as you say, that make you giggle and laugh. <laughs> we all well, it's because feels. it's all what, as I'm hearing you talk, what just is popping in is that a hundred percent of all of this is vibration. Mm -hmm. It's all energetic vibration. Mm -hmm. And we all know that these work by vibration in the quantum yeah. field. And so we need to really, truly understand that we as human beings are the exact same way. Right. That, that, it's, that is literal. Yeah. I like to, we, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I used to follow all of these spiritual <laughs> teachers and they'd give these high things, let go and let God. And I would and be you're like, like, going, what are you smoking? Like, yes. I don't even know what the hell that means. Yes. What does that mean? And, and then you ask, you'd say, what does that mean? And they, you know, and they would just look at you mysteriously. You know, oh, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, they, Dude, and, I live in the world. I'm yes. not really sure what you're talking about, but yes. my daily life doesn't really look like, oh, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. So, I mean, I got so frustrated because it's like designed like our economy to keep us as consumers, oh. you know, and a lot of spiritual teachers are designed to keep us as consumers of spiritual content without actually growing and evolving as people. Do you know, that was one of the, um, most disheartening things when I wrote my first book, The Emotion Behind Money. And when I then, it, when the industry got opened up to me as to how like PR and stuff, it's just like literally falsely created. And some of it's based on truth, but a lot of what I'm like going, well, that doesn't resonate with me. And they're like, yeah, but this is what sells. This is what gets people to action. I'm like going, but that's fear-based. I don't want to fear. I don't want to pry on people's fear to actually sell more books. Like that doesn't feel good to me. And they're just like, well, this is how it sells. If you want to sell books, like this is what you got to do. And here was the one that really, really got under my bucket. So for those of you who don't realize how the subliminal messaging in our world, whether it's the TV, the radio, social media, whatever, I am telling you guys, 
New York Times bestselling books, the majority of those books get on that list because they bought their own books in the volume that makes the metrics work that forces it to go up. So if you don't have all the money to buy 50,000 books yourself, then you're not getting, like, it's like slim to none that you're getting on the New York Times bestseller list. And I sat there and I was going, that is so, I'm, I live in a Pollyannish world a lot of times. Like I see the good in everything. And when I, like literally my balloon just went, and then I realized it was my ego that actually wanted the title of New York Times bestseller. And today I could give a shit if it has New York Times bestseller because of the fact that now that I know how that system works and how the majority of those books actually get on that list, like, and, and, and that is true for so much of this other stuff that is coming at us on a daily basis. And, and then it affects how we show up in our relationships and it shows up how we're showing up at work. It shows up in our money. It shows up like we don't understand that this subliminal messaging, how much it's controlling our lives. You know, but even think of like, uh, like I think about like from a relationship standpoint, like for me to stand up and say, I don't want to put up with this anymore as a woman in my family, like women didn't get divorced in my family, like or men for that matter. But you didn't do that. Like you didn't do that. Like you just chalked it up. You figured it out. And even if you were miserable, you just kept going, you know, and it's like, I can't do this. And it wasn't until somebody asked me the question. Julie, when was the day that you thought that maybe you made a mistake getting married? And I was like, and I knew the exact day. It was about six months after I got married. And I won't go into the story, but it was super clear to me going, what the fuck did I get myself into? And then I held boundaries. and But then year after year after year, we're both still who we are. And, and it doesn't make a person good or bad. It's just, they're not aligned. And it's fascinating to me how we've fallen into um, a way of being in the world um, that actually takes away our magic. Like, that's what we were talking about today. It's about the magic of you. And if you're not showing up in the world with your magic and you negotiate it away on some level, whether, whether it's advertising or marketing or... Um, in a relationship because you're afraid to speak up because somebody's going to do something like you're kind of going, well, then the magic of you is getting dimmed and we really need everybody's magic to flower these days, you know, and it's super important. So yeah, sorry. I went off on a little tangent oh, there, but no. I just wanted to share yeah. because yeah. it's so important that you and I are really aligning with who we are. And the magic is just showing up left and right. And, and I like to always share with people that I, people ask me, like I have feather, fellow financial planners that say to me going, you talk to your clients about that stuff. I'm like, how can you not talk to your clients about that stuff? And because I get in like, and it, and I share my story and through that sharing, it creates a safe environment for people in the financial relationship with me to open up and tell me like, what's really going on there? Cause I want to know, you know, I don't want to sweep it under the carpet. I don't want to avoid whatever emotions are going to come out. I want, I want to come up and out and be like, okay, honey, well you can feel those feelings and let's, let's do this next. What's the next piece? Let's go. You know, but you can't do that if you're not authentic. The well, magic and, can't and, come out. And it's, it's funny because you come at it from one direction of, Let's look at your story. Let's have you express it. Let's have you move it out, you know, detach from it. And my best work is when I don't know any somebody's story at all, when they don't tell me anything at all. They could sit there the whole hour. And if they did everything that I told them to do, they would feel better and have clarity and understanding. If all they did was showed up, listen to me, and told and followed what I told them to do within the space of that hour, they would have had a healing. No story involved. Right. Well, I, I, I actually, I don't think we actually do that differently because mm -hmm. one of the things I've always said through the years is that we have to focus on the dream and what you want to create in your life. We have to accept the pieces. We have to accept the reality 
That acceptance is a huge piece in how I work with people because if you don't accept what you've created up to this point, it's not that you go into the story. You just have to accept what you've created. Right. And from, from my standpoint, because, because you, you can't get to the place that you want to create, in my opinion, if you don't get what you've been storing inside of yourself out. Right. And some you, level. And that's the healing, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the, that's and you the do healing. it through the conversation. And I do it through the... Um, through yeah, the, I provoke all the emotions. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I like... And I like to provoke all the emotions. And and what, I, what I'll do, a typical appointment is someone will come in and my space looks like something out of Shangri-La. You know, it's got colored <laughs> lights, it's got a mat on the floor, it's got, you know, crystal singing bowls going on, brainwave entrainment stuff going on. It looks beautiful. Butterflies are everywhere, music, drums. It's great. They come in, so they meet, their energy immediately shifts because it's a way softer environment. And then I have all of these intuitive tools, books and arrow cards and, and animal cards and oracle cards and whatnot around. And I say, okay, if you have any questions, use these resources, right? Look for your answers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if you have, just keep following down the rabbit hole, like, what am I doing here? What is, <laughs> you know, what is my life about? Why are they totally. doing this to me? Why am I a victim? So right. we stir everything up. You know, we get it. And I say, if you get triggered, baby, stir it. Yep. And I'm like, and if you get triggered in a negative way, I want you to smell one of these essential oils. And it doesn't even matter. It could be anything at all. Because it goes right through the amygdala. I say, okay, if you if you feel triggered, smell one of these essential oils. Or if something resonates with you, smell one of these essential oils. Because it locks into the brain. And then we do this hour-long body-mind meditation process at the end and then when we're done then they tell me their story because mm. now they have clarity around it they uh, they aren't confused or or upset their body isn't being hijacked by their emotions and telling them that they're wrong you know right. they, they aren't trying to find some reason to explain why they feel horrible instead of explaining why they feel horrible they just choose like you have with them to feel better right What's the life affirming goal? Let's focus on how we're going to get there. And and I'm like, you don't even have to say a word. I just want you to come in, do what I do, you do. And, right. and it will magically unfold, even in right. that space. And then I say, and you can do this for yourself. Let's set this up for you so you can do it anytime you want. It's That's cool. true. And, you know, I have used people from a tool perspective, like coaches like yourself, mm-hmm. um, until I could build the muscle and do it myself. I used to have people like, Julie, you can do this yourself. I'm like, yeah, I get that I can do that by myself. I go, but right now I'm still going into my reactivity and I'm still going into my nervous system being hijacked and I have to retrain my body to not do that anymore. And until I get to that space, I'm going to use my resources to help get me there because for me, I got there way faster. People are like, I can't believe you got through what you got through and you still... And I'm like, it's because I used my coaches along the way when I didn't have that muscle built. I used somebody else's muscles in the process. We're taught you know? that we're helpless. And so right. there's this there's this epidemic, another pandemic of, of helplessness that everybody feels. Right. So the first seven years of our life are when we get most of our traumas and we are imprinted with most of our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of in our subconscious because right. the seven years of life, we're in a hypnotic state. And then after age seven, we learned through repetition. So most of what's going on, most of what we think about and say is unconscious. Mm-hmm. We're not even thinking about what we're saying. It's just a reaction to how we feel and it's assuming true. what something is going to be. Right. You know, we literally have to just unplug from anything that comes up into our head, whatever yeah. it is, anything right. at all, because right. it's unconscious belief that mm-hmm. you're repeating because your body got triggered in some way. Right. And so when you go, oh, this is a belief that my mom must have had, you know, when I was three and say that's not relevant now, then right. you're able to you're get able to get some traction and use True. that magic. And then the magic happens because when it you're does. clean and clear, your body acts as a radio antenna, like a crystal ham radio. Well, it literally like works that way. So, you know, again, we've talked about heart math before. Heart math talks about this meditation where you put your hand on your heart 
And then what you do is you breathe in for the number five and then out through eight. And what you do in that process over a minute or two, it drops you in your heart. And then if you feel the feelings of the outcome that you desire, which if you've ever tried this, it's really hard to feel something that you don't have yet. <laughs> so this is why it doesn't necessarily work the first time. So I always tell people, like, you got to keep doing it, you know? And so it could take three minutes every morning. And you feel the feelings as if you already have that coming to being. And what actually physically happens when you're saying like a signal, your um, hypothalamus in your brain, it actually sends out 40 signals per second when you have the brain cells that are actually in your heart connect to your brain. This is called coherence. And if you want to research any of it, go to heartmath.org. And... Um, they've got all the research behind it. And then what you do is then that signal goes out. And I've always talked about the fact that they now, they know that the human heart has a magnetic force up to over eight miles long, and they don't have anything to measure it farther than that. And our brains, which is how we've been trained. We think our magic was how smart we are, get that education, blah, blah. And now financially we're being like railroaded from a cost perspective on education only goes for two feet. But our hearts go for over eight miles. So this whole process that I just talked about, it actually then activates your heart, connects with your brain, creating coherence, and then it sends out the strongest magnetic force in the world to bring you exactly what it is that you want. And this is why we are quantum beings. And once we realize this, and we get to a place of neutrality instead of reactivity because um, you can be the observer of what's going on, especially like these days, crazy is definitely going on, right? So you're going to tap into the crazy and tap into the stories or are you going to go, hmm, that's really interesting and I'm just not going to participate, but I'm going to do over here because... If you create something outside of that and you don't plug into that, because if you think about hate only creates more hate, right? Like I think about this all the time, like with my ex-husband, like if I stay in the fight, people will say to me, I cannot believe you negotiated the financial package that you did. What were you thinking? And I was like, I wanted to be out of the fight. And I know myself, like if that was what created the fight to end in 11 months, that was better than fighting for four years. I don't want to be in the energy of a fight for four years. And what's fascinating, I always tell somebody that when you choose you and when you choose your authenticity, more money shows up. Always. Always, always, always. And most people look at the short term of how much money I have going out the door in alimony. And it'll be, at the end of the day, it'll be $1.5 million that I'm paying him over a nine-year period of time. And people are like, you're nuts. And I'm like, um, but here's the thing. Financially speaking, then what happened is my business grew after that. Everything is showing up. Everything, I, the, the, the way that things have grown and amplified, not only from a financial front, but even in a new relationship that I have. Like I was able to move into my new life super fast because I chose what was authentic for me. And that I've seen that happen to tons of clients as well. And I'm sure Rita, you and I have talked about it. Like it's oh, really, but when you choose the magic of you, that's the piece. Yeah. It always sounded right? so, yeah. It always sounded so hokey to me. You know, it always sounded, it always sounded like, yeah, it can't be easy as enjoying eating a piece of chocolate cake. Or like, great, that's your life, but that could never be mine. Right, that could never be mine, and I'm too stressed out. And for a lot of people, you know, that's that's true. Our emotional body is controlling mm. us all the time. We're always right. being tired. We're always feeling anxious. We're always feeling depressed and unmotivated. Right. A lot of it has to do with how, you know, how we take care of ourselves. So people think, okay, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm like, buy some colored lights on a remote control from Home Depot and add some color into your life. That's yeah. what I mean. Well, know? I can tell you, I've done the diet and exercise religiously for the last four years. And it's not until I really chose myself authentically because the weight on our bodies is just stored energy. 
And that stored energy is there for a reason. And if you don't do things to shift the stored energy, which it's not that diet and exercise can't, those do have to be part of the picture. But if you're not authentically being you in, in your world, it's not coming off fully. It's not. Right. Because your body thinks that it might need it in order to run away from a lion or it might be in a starvation mode for a while. You know, we it's it's hard to realize that when our bodies are screaming at us, yep, that it's not somebody else's fault and that mm. we can do something about it. And right. we can do something physically about it. And it's all about what helps us relax and feel good. So pampering, you know, I I can't believe that women were told that pampering is selfish. Pampering is how you self love, girl. It's how you <laughs> Yeah, it's how you fertilize your brain. It's how you get the creative ideas. It's, you know, it's just, it, they got it all wrong. They taught us all wrong about how things work. You know, we were right. told that we had to do all these things, that we had to go out there and check all these things off of a checklist, and we don't. Well, so here's the thing. It's about external referral, right? Like if I get the house and I get the car and I get the career and I get the bride or the groom and check the boxes, those are things all outside of ourselves, external referral that we've been told that that's what actually creates happiness. And I have said for years, I categorize people on a financial front as there's the poor, the debtors, dreamers, accumulators, and rich, but empty because everyone who is a poor debtor, dreamer, or an accumulator they all think by the time they become wealthy and rich that then they're happy. And I'm here to tell you that nobody is because I work with wealthy people and I've worked with people who are building themselves up to being wealthy. And guess what? The money, that's why you wind up rich, but empty because you literally left your heart on the sidelines while you went to go get all these other things that were outside of yourself to make yourself happy. So like if you're the person that needs to go shop, to shift into happiness, well, there's a reason they call it retail therapy, right? Like what else is going on in your world that you're not loving yourself, you know, and being happy because you've got, you know, something else going on, whether it's in your relationships or your work life, you shouldn't, most people, it's so funny. Once they really tag into what it is that they really desire in life, let's just say it's in their relationships they don't need to go spend the money. They don't need the bigger house. They don't need the better car. That is not even a consideration for those people because they've already found their happiness. They found their grounding. And that's why part of what I do with people is along the way, I want you to experience like go piss some money away somehow, some way, because you're going to realize over time that's not, it, it's a short-term benefit. It, it's not sustainable. Right. I, I spend my money on things that feel good because that makes me very happy <laughs> on, and on um, things that grow my body and nourish my body. So, you know, mushroom complex tinctures to grow new brain cells mm -hmm. and things that support my, um, my mitochondria, mm -hmm. you know, and things that keep my blood sugar level. And so it's, yeah, I do NAD plus in, yeah. in, uh, IVs. Those are amazing. Have you ever heard of those? I've heard of them, but I've never done them. Yeah. So it was interesting. Um, I just did an awaken your health with, um, my, my buddy, uh, Nam Vizakis and he, he's the one that has been helping me on the physical front. And, um, once he helped me detox my body through some shamanic work that we did, um, he goes, now we got to give yourself your body, the stuff that needs. So NAD is, it's a very long word. Um, that what it does is it um, puts a protective protein around your cells of your body, your blood cells. And we all have it, but as we age, it decreases. So if you talk to anyone who's like in integrated me medicine facilities, they've always got it on their menu. Here in Chicago, they have these places called IV Me. And you can go in there and it takes anywhere from an hour and a half to three or four hours, depending on how much your body can handle at one time. Um, your, your cells look completely different because you've put all the protective covering around each of your blood cells. So now they can run and operate in an efficient manner. And um, because our body just decreases them over time. 
And so like, whether it's like you're saying, like you're taking tinctures to regrow brain cells, it's like we give our body what it is that it needs. And, and for me, a big part of how I've plugged into the world is infl- creates inflammatory issues. And so I can't believe when I go do NAD, how my body just goes, whoop. It's really quite amazing. And you feel like you're 20 years old again, often. At least that the times that I have done it, that has been my experience. Yeah. And certainly it's not for everybody. And I'm not telling people to go do this. So, you know, but. But we are telling them to start nourishing your body. And there's, you know, it's cool because as 80% of the population have been freaking out and pissed off, 20% of the population, like you and I, have been investing in ourselves, investing mm-hmm. in the things that will make us smarter, make us more creative. And well, because your magic of who you are cannot come out unless you're taking care of your physical body. Because right. a lot of people, as they age, if your physical body doesn't feel good, the best of you probably can't show up in that manner. Right. Or if it does show up, it's in very short you know, but really paying attention to if you're exhausted, who cares if you go to sleep and like, why are we choosing? Like this morning, my kids just really wanted donuts. And I know that's not good before school, but I was just like, okay. They're like, well, mom, we're going to be late for school. I'm like, so what? I'm like, you're smart kids. You're not, you missing a half an hour and us having quality time. So we woke up a little bit later. It would have been ideal to get a half hour early, but I'm not going to sweat about that. I'm just not. And it's like, I want to teach my children to choose them. I want them to choose it going, hmm, and, and yet be responsible and yet, you know, do the things you got to do. But in the same token, like if your body's telling you, you know, and, and it was funny, my little Michael, his phrase these days is, well, mom, but it's going to make me giggle before school because I tell all my clients to find their giggle. Like, is that going to make you happy? Is that going to make you giggle? Because that's usually in alignment with your heart. And... I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> he giggled the whole time. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's the point. And the science says that if you're giggling while you're eating, if you're okay with it, then your immune system gets a boost. If you're not okay with it, then your right. immune system gets dumped on. Exactly. You know, so just be happy with what you're doing. You know, exactly. It is, and it'll be okay. It'll be perfect. it's it's just it's been really neat because you know I work with a lot of women and they come to me when they're you know like they come to you when they're in a bit of crisis you Mm -hmm. know they've been spinning their wheels maybe they've had some life-threatening sorts of things right you know maybe they've had uh they their relationships aren't going anywhere or they're going to retire soon they don't know what to do you know, and and they can only think about, well, I just want to stop feeling so hopeless or I just want to mm. stop hiding, you know, and things like right. that. I'm like, no, that's not our focus. Our focus is on, so you want to create brilliant, amazing new friendships. All right, let's do that. And it's, it's so, so people look at us at times and think, yes, like you said, that could never be me. Right. I hear that all the time. Like, well, that's good for you. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. There were times in my childhood I had food stamps. Like mm-hmm. this just didn't get created by itself. Mm-hmm. What I, I, I am the creator of my life. You are the creator of your life. So what do you want to create? Like, why do we think we have to have it in this box? We don't have to have it in this box. Mm-hmm. I've been very clear all along. I've had opportunities to, you know, and get paid a ton of money to go inside organizations and be paid. But I want to control my time. I want to control the new innovation because I'm a pioneer in what it is that I do. And I want to continue to be on that edge. And if I go inside of a system and go inside of a process of somebody else's just to make a a ton of money because they're going to write me a big check to do that, all along the way, I was never been able to negotiate myself away on that. You know what I just, so so I was talking to your friend, Gabe. And I, was, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was asking Gabe, I said, hey, Gabe, tell me about one of your um, best, you know, one of your best clients, one of your little success stories. Tell me about it. I was trying to That's get a great to know question. I should have asked him that one. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I had time to meditate on how I wanted to, you know, have this phone call. So I asked him, I said, you know, tell me something that's a real success for you. And he says, well, I've got this guy who's a gamer and he only had a few hundred people on his YouTube channel. 
And over the course of a year, we got it up to, you know, he said, and we got it up to about a hundred thousand. And I said, well, how long did that take? And he says about a year. And I said, oh, okay. And he says, he's getting a lot of success with Patron. I said, all right. He says, yeah, he, you know, he does a subscription where it's, um, where people pay five bucks a month and he goes on once a, once a week for an hour and gives gaming tips, you know, and Gabe's like, well, once you have a hundred thousand people in your, you know, on your YouTube channel, which is, you know, easy to do, then it's natural, natural for them to go over to Patron. And he's like, so I said, Oh, well, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Patreon, Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Patron is a tequila. What are you? (laughs) And, and I said, well, how many, you know, how many people does he have on this? He says, oh, he's got about 4,000 subscribers. I said, so he's got 4,000 subscribers. Paying $5 a month. $5 a month, which means that they'll continue to do it for a long, because it's $5. Mm-hmm. And he spends an hour a week. Yep. Making $20,000 a month. Yes. And I said to myself, I said, that's what I want. I said, yep. I want that. Because then it frees up my time to give back to the people that I love. It gives me the money to give back to the people that I love. To support. And you're adding value to people's yeah. lives. And so, exactly. we, so the best commodity we have is our time. And, you know, why are we spending our time in relationships that maybe at one point served us, but today they don't? Um, and I truly understand that everyone's got a different belief system in terms of, you know, are you married for life? Are you not married for life? And, but here's what I know. I've watched when one person in a relationship shifts, the other person has the opportunity. When I, when I say shift, I mean, get more in alignment with their authentic self. It gives the opportunity for the other one to also then get into their magic and how they want to show up in the world. And so, and that may not happen. I mean, that's, you know, my path was not that, you know, it's a I the dice. It's a, right. Like you don't know, but here's the yep. thing. If you don't do that, and we've talked about this before, disease just develops in your body. And at some point, someone has to create a shift or you're going down a path that's not authentic. And, well, and I remember, I remember what's you'll that? Get, you'll, people will get, I get women who've had like two major illnesses that where they were each told, you know, that they only had four months to live, you know, or I mean, you legitimately get very, very ill if you do not change your ways. I have seen that so many times. And I also know that in 2016, if you, if anyone's known my story that 2016, I had seven people call me up and be like, I had this dream about you and you need to go get a mammogram. It was like the weirdest thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get one. And yeah, sure as shit, there was a lump there. And I was like, no, I teach this stuff. No, 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 no. I do not need to call in a crisis to get back in alignment with my magic. Okay, got it. No problem. And that's when I started addressing the stuff that was going on in my marriage. Exactly. And then (laughs) what happened every three months? The lump went down, down, and to where 12 months later, it was gone. Yeah. Three months after that, I wound up uh, autoimmune disease. Like, they're like, something's developing, but we really don't know what's going on. And I was like, no, 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 don't what What's the next phase that I need to address? I found myself within 60 days filing for divorce. Yes. And everything's been totally fine health-wise since then. Like, and what's interesting is if I look back at pictures of that year, my face was all puffy. My body was puffy. Like I just wasn't authentic in the world. It had nothing to do with anybody else, except I was not choosing to show up authentically to who I was. Mm -hmm. I negotiated myself away and that's no one else's fault, but my own. Mm -hmm. And this is, yeah, people come to me and they say, I just want to be happy. And I'm like, then do things that make you happy and do things that make you feel uncomfortable because it, it, it definitely takes courage. I had someone else, um, a really great friend of mine, um, after her divorce and it was in the midst when I was in my divorce, she, hers was all done. And she decided to invite all the women, um, that helped her on her journey through her two and a half year divorce process. 
and she had a luncheon and she had a table all set up with arts and crafts to just create a little mini little vision board. And she go, and at the end, and none of us knew this. We just thought we were all that this was her thank you back to all of us. And she had um, uh, created this uh, environment to where she actually, she on her journey, she traveled. So when she needed space, she traveled places. And she took pictures where she went. And she took those pictures. And she said, um, this person um, gave me inner strength and told the story on how this woman helped her with her inner strength. And how the one that, the one that I got was um, courage. And she said, I've never seen a more courageous woman who just, no matter what, just shows up the way that she knows she's supposed to show up when she, and all along the way, when I wanted to just crawl under the covers and get underneath, I would call Julie and she get, this is where I'm talking about, like, pull your resources in. I had never, ever, ever used the adjective of myself of courage. And it's funny, if that picture just sits in my room. And that, and where she took it in Spain on the beach. And, um, so when we show up, like, we don't know how you're going to be a pillar for somebody else. And because she had a very similar divorce process and a very similar husband than I had. So you'll notice that with your friends, like you tend to marry the same kind of people and because like attracts like, right. And so, um, and I saw what she went through. I was going, no, 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 I'm going to face these things. No, 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 I'm going to, you know, so she showed me some of the guideposts too along the way. And I, and I just like faced it head on and it was like, boom, boom, boom. And that's why it was 11 months because I just because decided not could, to get stuck in my yeah, stuff. Because you could face it head on. What tends right. to happen, like for me and probably for you, but for me, I had so much trauma on my system for so long that I physically didn't feel capable of doing anything differently, mm. you know? And I, cause I'd, I'd sit in bed and stare at a wall for hours at a time. If I'd been triggered hard, I lost days. Mm. You know, I could barely get out of bed to go to the bathroom or take a, sh I'd force myself to do these things. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and that's the truth of a lot of people is their mm. physical self is literally chaining them down. And right. so we have to start looking out for ourselves. And and it meant that I started to put things which were good for me within easy access, water, um, music that made me happy, pictures right. that made me happy. You have to take these baby steps so that you can start pulling yourself away from this inner drama that we have. And so right. it's, it's many women have to build up their ability to be courageous in the first place. And that can take a little bit of time where you mm. feel like you can stand on your own feet and say what's on your mind right? without hiding or lying or crying or running away or accusing. Right. You know, because our body's screaming at us to go back to those patterns of protecting ourselves. And it takes a lot of nourishment. It takes a lot of inner care and self love mm. in order to have the resilience and the ability to be that courageous to change your life. Well, it's about choosing you, right? Yep. And we've not, many of us, particularly women have not been told to choose you. Like that was wrong to take care of yourself before you take care of other people. And, um, and, and it's still something to this day that I have to like feel into my body going like this morning, let me give an example this morning. Like one of my kids is like, mom, I want one-on-one -on -one time with you. And I'm like, going, I have four kids. <laughs> like, Okay. Let me figure this one out. And, but then all of a sudden, then the other one, one on one time, I'm like going all of a sudden my not enough button is being pressed. I can right? see that with your mom. Oh my God. How many, <laughs> one of how many? 12. There are 12 oh, kids. Yes. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is my mom be like, okay, my mom flows. Like I, she's a magician. And, and you know, people used to say to me like, oh, your mom is such a saint. And I'm like going, you live with her. But you know what? Now that I'm older and I have children, she absolutely like the way that woman flowed and how she just, she just held the container <laughs> wherever the container flowed. She'd manage it and she'd deal with it and it would go to the next place. It, yeah, absolute magician. 
And, but you always felt like mom heard you. That's the thing. That's the other thing you always knew in our house growing up. Like mom always heard you. And so if I do those little nuggets, I'm going, I don't really know why my little ones really wants one-on-one time with mom, but that's what he wants. And so, okay, but we're going to find, you know, a balance with everybody. But it's interesting that sometimes we really do just have to, I was tuning into my body, like, because then my daughter then said, well, I want one-on-one time. And I'm going, I will have to do that. But I thought it was going to be great because tonight I have the opportunity to spend time with just the two little ones because the older two are going with their dad. And it's like, so that's what my desire is. And so it's like, we'll work both things in here. So I have have a quick question for you. Just, you know, sure. I'm like this. (laughs) So you're... Your mom really heard what she was someone who really heard what you had to say. Absolutely. What stopped you from telling her about the abuse you experienced? I didn't remember the abuse I experienced. Even while it was happening, I mean. So, so my subconscious mind. Okay. So those of you who don't know my story, let me just explain that. So I was sexually molested by a Catholic priest when I was about five years old in my parents' home. Um, and he stuck his hands where they didn't belong. And, um, so, and, and it rippled effect in my body that I wound up having surgery on my bladder when I turned eight and like everything just made sense. But the thing is, is my subconscious mind actually blocked it out. Um, meaning that I didn't realize, so that was my trauma that led to then going into a marriage then where it was a trauma meeting a trauma. And that being said, not good or bad, it just is. And um, so it wasn't until after I got divorced that the person I was working with at the time said to me, we didn't really actually get to your core wound because we thought it was another issue um, that had to do with a sister of mine, but that had nothing to do with it. Um, And he goes, you wouldn't still be triggered from your ex-husband if we actually healed the actual issue that it was. And so we went after it. And that day it was literally, I'll just explain it like a hypnotherapy kind of an appointment where all of a sudden we went, he goes, I want you to close your eyes and we're going to go into your subconscious mind. And it reminded me a lot of Harry Potter, actually. That's what (laughs) it's like about magicians. It's hilarious. I really, when he's looking in the water and he sees Baltimore, right? So I'm looking in the, he told me, close my eyes, just look in the water. And he was, um, starting to send like messages to me and he's an energy worker. So he's, he was sending me high vibrational energy. And if anyone's ever done any Reiki or energy work, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you need to try it because it's absolutely amazing. And, uh, the gentleman's name was Panash Desai, who is really quite an amazing being on this earth. And so I was closing my eyes and the water was like, it was like, he goes, describe to me what the water looks like. And I was like, it's like, I got white caps. It's, And I am sweating. I am shaking. Like there is stuff I'm going, I don't know what's going on here. He goes, stay with it. Stay with it. Keep looking in the water. We're going to do this until the water gets calm and clear. He's like, how does it It was dark. It was murky. It was wild. And all of a sudden, this was like 15, 20 minutes in. All of a sudden the water was just, and I was sweating buckets and the water was super calm. And I go, but there's this really dark corner over here that I can't seem to like get to what it is. And this is what I understand is this is how you go into your subconscious mind to clear whatever's blocking you. And so I was there and I was going in and he goes, let's throw balls of golden light. So we started throwing balls of golden light. And then all of a sudden it like opens up. I started sweating and everything all over again. I started shaking and sweating and all over yeah, again. Because as this was happening. you were regulating your nervous system and it was to experience those emotions again. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And this time though, it was coming out physically through your sweat and right. through the shaking. Right. Yeah. And, and then he said to me, and the guy said, he's highly intuitive. He says to me, he goes, did you have a baby doll when you were little? And I was like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I saw myself holding my baby doll while this guy is sticking his hands up my hoo-ha and, um, and going to town. And so I saw it all like a movie. And the minute I witnessed it in this session and saw it, 
the water went calm. My nervous system went calm. And what the other piece of the magic is, this is the most important part of the magic. Then I was not triggered by my ex-husband in that way any longer because I shined the light on the dark trauma that had happened to me when I was about five. Now, your original question was, is why didn't I tell my mom? I didn't remember up until that point. I literally had it buried in, it was such a traumatic event for me. And it was interesting because it, it unpacked over time. Like I started then talking to an aunt of mine. We were at some family party and I was just like, yeah, well, you know, thank God that guy's in jail. Cause I was just like, I was, I'm, I'm an extrovert. So I just was talking about it and it's actually unpacked amazing healing for um, people in my family as well, because this guy, he literally got, I think it was over a thousand kids in the South side of Chicago. Like this guy, he spent 20 years in jail up in Wisconsin cause they finally got him. Um, and, uh, and so it was interesting cause my aunt was like, you know, Jewel, when you were little, your mom used to call me and she'd be like, I don't understand. Like she's wet in the bed. And for years, I remember that we had to put the plastic on the bed. Blah, me too, and me I, too. And I didn't realize that that had everything to do with the trauma that I'd experienced and that I actually eventually wound up having surgery to clean out my tubes from my bladder to my kidney. And um, because, and it's funny to this day, when I have physical issues, it's always my bladder meridian. It's always the bladder meridian. And, and it's from that experience. And so I've been untangling that. And, um, I did actually, once I found out that Sunday after I found out, so this was on a Friday, that Sunday, I actually went and talked to my mom and I told her, I said, you know, ma, I go, uh, and, and, you know, my mom is super Catholic. My mom has believed in the Catholic church very much. So, um, that was a hard one for her to stomach. Um, and I said, you know, you just might want to keep your eyes and ears out because he was around our house all the time when we were kids, mom. And this guy actually, when he went to jail, actually wrote my mom a letter saying, Mary, you don't have to worry about it. I didn't touch any of your kids all those years. And he, it was just a flat out lie. Like this priest actually went to the point of writing my parents because he was a family friend. And, um, and he did. And, and so interesting. But so mom always, even when we say things that my mom doesn't want to hear, she still holds the space for us to communicate them. Like we've always been able to tell mom everything. And you don't realize when you have these experiences, when you're younger, how these experiences then formulate the relationships that you're then in, in your adulthood, because I'm now in a relationship that is unbelievably magical because, and, and Rita, you've told me this all along the way you have said, you know what, when you show up authentically and you're showing up differently because you've healed your trauma inside, then the other people are going to show up differently. And this is why I think so many people get divorced over and over again. I think it's 50% chance you're going to get divorced a second time. And it's like a 90% chance you're going to get divorced a third time. If you don't do your work, because you're going to attract the same person with the same trauma ish or behaviors. If you haven't shifted something in the inside, because we live in a holographic universe and we have to actually shift it. Right. Right. And, and, you know, I'll, I'll explain to people what I do and, and they'll say, Oh, work. I don't want to work. And I say, no, 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 you don't understand. This really isn't work. This the work is, is suffering year after year after year because you haven't done your work. Yes. 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 <laughs> the, the work is coming in and laying down on my mat and playing some nice music and smelling some essential oils. And we're just like you, it was going to Panache Desai and doing a visualization to shine some light on a dark corner of your brain. You know, so yep. people think, oh, I have to work. And I'm like, no, you get to eat chocolate cake. No, you get to get out of jail is what you get. You to get do. out of jail. You get to go on walk. It's like the Monopoly game. You're not just visiting anymore. You're actually busting out yes. because I have so much profound sense of freedom since yeah. I did that. I, that's probably now five years ago that that yeah. all came to light. And it's been amazing. And, and really what it boils down to is you just have to decide that you want a magical life and you want your magic and your authentic self to come out and just scream it to the world. Because as you were saying, when we started all of this today, Rita, that it's ramped up for you, right? Like the more you're authentic and the more you align, the more, and, and we both have clients that that's the case for as well. Yeah. It's, it's very cool that, um, 
you know, if we just assume that there's something in our past that's controlling us that we don't even remember correctly, and the faster we let go and stop trying to find the reason and where is this coming from, and yep. instead just give ourselves the comfort that we needed at yep. the time, yep. you know, I've even gone back in, in my visions and I've had other people there with me, standing there with me, helping me, comforting me, keeping me right, right. there. You know, when you're able to give yourself that love that you needed, right. that you didn't get, then everything changes because now you're able to move forward. You're not stuck. And, and, and those words, to your point earlier, like those words may sound esoteric to people. Like I didn't even, I thought I was loving myself. Like I didn't know right. that I wasn't loving right. myself. But did it make you giggle? This is where we can, the words are harder to identify with than the behaviors of like, does it give you that smirk on your face? Does it make you giggle? Does it make you feel lighter? Like we can more identify with the feelings, I think, than the words yes. oftentimes. So I would just encourage people that are watching yeah. this to actually. Yeah. So I buy the candles and smell them, <laughs> get the music and listen to it. Yeah. You know, surround yourself with memories and metaphors that make you happy. This doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of work. This is just you deciding you are tired of feeling like crap. Yep. Yep. Rita, thanks, hon. How does everybody find you? I forgot yeah. to put our uh, little things here on here today, but go oh, ahead. Right. <laughs> We're so deep in our conversation. I know. I know. So uh, people can find me at my website, RitaHickmanCoaching.com, or they can mm -hmm. do a search for me on Facebook. I'm all over. Or they can do a search for me on YouTube. I'm all over. I've been doing this for about 14, 15 years now. Perfect. And so I've got lots of content out there for, for anything around narcissistic relationships to growing your brain and, and juicing and, and all of it. That's and that's beautiful. A, if people just do a search, they'll find me. And uh, by all means, uh, still continuing to give my book away for free. Uh, you just have to pay for your own shipping to help you on your journey. And you can go to awakenyourwealthbook.com. Uh, we can do that. And uh, by all means, um, continue to love yourself and be on your journey. And I would just say that uh, please hit the like button, subscribe, and hit that notification bell because we right. are here to help and we well, want you to know to when we're going. World. We're trying yeah. to change the world by helping women take control of their mental and emotional health. And the more we can get this message out into the world, connecting with people, finding yep. women and children and families and people struggling and mental and emotional stuff, the more we can get this message out there about how this works, the faster we can change how the energy on our planet and our personal lives. Raise the grid. We don't have to be in such conflict and as much anymore. We're able to make things better. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you, Rita. Thank you. Love to everybody. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye.